welcome back to another episode of the Balcony Chatter Podcast. I am your host, Andrew McKenney, with my co-host, Tim Taylor. And this week, I, Tim, I got to be honest. Last week, you got a little hot. Yep. You, you got a little hot. I mean, we got a lot of comments about how angry you were. Not, yeah. in, not in a bad way. No, everyone was pretty positive about it. <laughs> yeah. No, they were positive that you were you were hot last week positive about my anger yeah yeah <laughs> so i i you know i'm gonna let you loose again this week see what happens we'll see where we end up we got a lot to talk about we got the red hot celtics we have the nhl trade deadline come and gone we have some additions to talk about we want to get into you grading don sweeney because that was a big conversation last week yeah and i mean i'm sure there's plenty of other things we got to talk about the upcoming Bruins schedule what's what's happening over the next few weeks and i mean the nba season will be over before the nhl season but they're both coming to a close here i mean we're almost in april and both seasons end in april so i mean we're 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 getting to the end of the season, which is weird because it feels like this season kind of flew by. I don't know about you, but for me, it felt like it kind of flew by. You know, um, this half of the year has for both leagues. Like since January, like, you mean? Yeah, exactly. Like the fact that it's like the end of March right now is jarring to me. Um but but god december felt like the longest month in the world yeah with with you know with that the strength of schedule for the celtics and how they just couldn't figure it out and like honestly now this team this team now could go back in december you know we did 500 in december which was good we had a bad november we all know what we were looking like in january and what we ended up looking at looking like but i would I, I wouldn't be worried about december anymore with what i've seen from this team not to mention the not to mention the trade deadline, obviously the adjustments we've made, losing some extra weight guys and uh, excess guys who were fringe rotational, getting Derek White, getting Daniel Tice back, who has been a guy for us. He's <laughs> he's doing his thing. He's doing his thing. Listen, yeah, yeah. He's technically speaking, he's our third big. Yes, we start Al at power forward. Al's our second center. He really is. Like, and he'll play that way too. Tice has a third option big man. Good. I'm in. I like it. All the moves have been great. This team has been insane. Peyton Pritchard. Really Peyton coming Pritchard? into his own, huh? Holy hell. He only he missed a three tonight, and that's weird for how he's played <laughs> the last four games. It's it's just insanity. Um I think the sky's the limits for this team. Uh Dude, I I would love to I, I would love to find something to get angry about today, and I'm sure we will. Everyone rest assured. I'm sure we'll find something to rile old Tim Taylor up. But <laughs> I'm not going to be nearly as mad on this podcast as Eric Spolstra and Jimmy Butler were tonight. This game is still going on. They are losing to, for lack of a better term, a completely beheaded. Warriors. I don't. I believe you know. Steph's out until the playoffs. Thanks Clay's a lot, Marcus Smart. Tonight. Eh, okay, <laughs> I, I can get mad about that. Uh, <laughs> against Skip Bayless too. Uh, Clay. Um, Clay's resting tonight. Draymond's resting tonight, and the Heat are looking like they're going to lose to whatever is left of that Warriors team. That is unacceptable. 
Eric Spolstra and Butler screaming at each other in the timeout. Spolstra throwing his clipboard at him. You can just see F words flying everywhere. Un- unbelievable. I actually just, I posted it, uh, you know, this will be days before now, but I posted it on our, on our IG story. I said, ladies and gentlemen, your number one seed in the Eastern Conference. The wheels are falling off, baby. Let's go. Oh, let's go. <laughs> yes. I want to say I want to say something about uh, you had mentioned earlier how we were pretty bad in December and you know we had also talked about like they need to have a big December and they did not right so yeah the the thing is I would much they didn't rather have as bad as we were worried about but they were about what we expected which was fringe playing team They're sure the ten seed but. I will say this, that I am more happy with where they're at now. I don't need them to have played well in December because I think that when you're that team that plays well the entire year, you have all this pressure on you to be the best team because your record shows it. You should should win it all. Um, I I don't like that. I like that they're rolling now. We're seeing we're seeing teams suffering from that. Right. Exactly. I just mentioned. I mean, the Suns obviously lost Chris Paul, but they're they're falling. The Warriors are getting players back. Obviously, Steph Curry went down, but they they're they're not having enough time together. I I you know, Draymond and Clay and Steph have played together. They've won together before. I don't know that it's that much to worry about, but they've played 30 minutes together this season. That's all they got before yeah. the unfortunate play where Steph Curry was too good to dive for the ball and Marcus Smart was a good hustle player and did dive for it. (laughs) (laughs) That was, (laughs) I love it. Yeah. (laughs) So I I mean, I'm a pro, I'm a pro Steph guy. I'm pro warriors without KD. I really am. I, I, I also, I think I can be pro warriors because someone posted a meme the other day that since Steph Curry, like, did this you're too small thing to Jalen Brown uh I think in 2017 or something uh the Celtics have not lost to the Warriors <laughs> in San Francisco or Oakland it's been both honestly so you know maybe maybe I I don't I also don't really feel a threat by them I don't know but uh I would you know, I, I would if it was in the finals that. yeah I oh dude I, I want, I want, dude, I want all the smoke. That's how I feel about the Celtics team. I don't, I want, I'm glad that Kyrie can play at home right now. I want to beat the Nets fully. I want to beat the Warriors fully. I want to beat whoever comes across. I don't want an injury to do it for us. We would have won that game even if Steph Curry didn't get injured. Let's get that straight and out in the open. We would have absolutely won that game regardless. But I want to, you know, I want to beat the best. I don't want to, I don't want a consolation trophy. I don't want an easy path to the, to the finals. We're young. Let's, Let's do it. Let's I mean, I, it. I can do, I can get behind that completely. I'm in the same boat, you know, as far as when we're talking hockey, I want to play the Panthers. I want yeah, you're Claude Giroux. That. I love that. I want Claude I Giroux yeah. for, for snubbing the Bruins, and not necessarily the fact that he was actually going to come here, but the fact that he said, no, I won't go there. Now I want to yeah. play you. I, I want to beat you. So right. yeah, I, it, it's similar in that for sure, but. But like I was saying, like I, I'm glad that this team is feeling it right now, getting in their rhythm, going into the playoffs as opposed to playing really well and then maybe, maybe cooling off or, you know, maybe something something happened. 
We're the hottest the team playoffs. in the NBA yeah. right now, and this is the best, and it's the best time in any sport to be hot. Exactly down the stretch, and so I mean, sky's the limit. Pray everybody can stay on the floor. Knock on wood. Um, man, this I mean, this team is so much fun to watch. We just it's Wednesday as we're recording this, and we just watched the Celtics annihilate the Utah Jazz, who are a strong competitor in the West, who are a strong defensive team, who we kept. Under 90 points, I think. No, they they got up to 95. But, you know, almost held under 90, held them under 100. We, we're a mean, mean, mean team, dude. And you just watch the way we play defense with everyone's – the switch everything D and that everyone can pretty much guard every position. It's 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 – I don't know. It's porn. I don't know what to call it. It is just – it's ridiculous. It's the most satisfying basketball to watch in the world you know I, mean, I love this team you know what i think is more more important and like i was happier to see was they won on the back-to-back you know and it wasn't just yeah. like a regular win like you know they played very right. well again and they, and they and they rested robert williams i mean we let up 123 to okc which is a lot but you know we won the game. We, you know, you you want to win at the end of the day. Uh, that 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 speaks to how good this team is playing. When I feel nitpicky towards a win, just because of how much points we let up on defense. Right. I don't care if Robert, I don't think Robert Williams is responsible for twenty three points on any given night or stopping twenty three points. You know, as a unit, you should have been able to keep them under a hundred. And yeah, did I bet the under on the Thunder? Sure, <laughs> fine. This is why. <laughs> Whatever. It all comes out. Yeah, it was 102. They could have let up 101. I wouldn't be there. No, I still would have been pissed. You shouldn't have let over 100 to that. Yeah, you really shouldn't have. <laughs> oh, man. No, I mean, I, I can't complain over here today. I just, uh, it's bliss. It's bliss. The sky's the limit. We said a lot at the beginning of the year that, uh, we, you know, we're, we're a piece away. And I just, I don't see why this team can't do it. Defense wins championships. Defense has certainly won games. Defense is why the Celtics are flirting with the two seed and are still within reach with under 10 games to play of the first seed. Yeah, and I, and I know that numbers are numbers, and it's it's Vegas or whatever, but, I mean, they have the best odds to win it all, right? I think that I read that they are number one as far as odds to win the championship. That keeps fluctuating, I believe. Okay. But they, they've been in the top five since February, I want to say. Like, since this hot, hot, hot streak began. Yeah. It was, I also want to point out we were 20, I think we were 25 and 27. Since then, actually, including tonight, twenty three and four. Hmm. That was the end of January. I got to figure twenty three and four. I need to do some yeah, math and see if that's good. But I think I got my whiteboard. Hold on. Yeah. Do some. I need to put the algorithm down. I got it coming out that it's good. All right. Um, I'll confirm it on my end and I'll get back to you. But it's, okay, it okay. Sounds yeah. good to me. Sounds pretty damn good to me. Yeah. Um. Listen, if you listen to our podcast for the Bruins half of it, uh, glad you're here. Watch this Celtics team. It's just it's just some of the best basketball. If, if this doesn't get you to like basketball, nothing will. This team is just so fun to watch. And uh, I, I, I cannot believe the turnaround. I'm, I'm proud of us as a podcast for sticking with no trading of the Jays. I'm proud of Jalen Rose, the only media member. To come out and say you never break up the Jays. Yeah, I'm looking at you, Kendrick Perkins, who said to do it. You bum. Whoa. I don't know. 
I mean, love for Big Perk, but I hate that they need him to be like hot take guy. And honestly, he still went out and said that. So I got a problem with that. Jalen Rose, the day after the Knicks loss, when RJ Barrett hits that off the backboard game winner to just absolutely annihilate us and put us back two or some odd games below 500. Jalen Rose, the next morning on NBA Today, says, you do not break up these guys. Amen, Jalen. Thank you. I mean, it's it's not wrong. You know, if they don't win at all this year, then... You don't break up these guys. No, but, but not even ever. just that. I'm just saying, like, you could have the next 10 years of them winning three-plus championships. You know, it, it could yeah. happen. If they play yeah. like this for the future, and then they add a couple pieces or fix whatever they think needs fixing... I mean, this this is it could be a team that is unstoppable. I mean, core wise, I think we have core. Yeah, sure. Starting, I mean, you know, I I'm I, Al Horford's done it for me. It, 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 I'm not even gonna say I would replace. I I think I've kind of been saying, you know, yeah, maybe a better power forward. And Al wants to start, but we shouldn't let him. I I got to put my foot in my mouth, and I got to give kudos to the 35 year old absolute G who's been playing like he's 30 again. Well, to be he's fair, just, he slowed down a little bit at one he point. He did, and I was worried that was the cap on the year. Right, and he is hot right now. Yep, and his defense is amazing. And even when he slowed down, it wasn't defensively. You know, you know what it during is that, during those lulls. It wasn't defense that he was lacking. It's it's everybody on this team. You talked about Pritchard earlier, and obviously we have the Jays, and you talk about Smart, and you talk about Horford, but like everybody has figured out what their role is, and that's what they're doing. They're not trying to do more. They're not trying to do something special. Everybody is doing what they're best at, and it's working now. Like the Jays have figured out that they need to play together as opposed to, you know, Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum both playing on the same team, not playing as one team. So, yeah, you know, there were some growing pains with that, but it seems like they kind of figured it out a little bit. And if this is like a glimpse into the future of what this team is going to be, then the rest of the league should be pretty scared. And I, I think that, you know, I, I think, think so, too. I think so, too. Especially like, I mean, Derek White's been cold right now. And I think Derek White is going to be a better shooter than he ever was in San Antonio, because in San Antonio, he was one of the two guys, really. You know, it was him and uh, DeJounte. Uh, I think he was keyed in on in, in a lot of the Spurs game plans. You know, one, one of the top guys. He's our, you know, coming off our bench and playing elite defense, playing heads-up basketball, and the shots just aren't falling right now. And I'm fine. I want him to shoot through it, just get that shot ready for the playoffs. I, I, I really believe we haven't seen – we've seen glimpses of the impact that Derek White will have on this organization. And I think – there's a lot more left to give. And I think people are going to be very, very happy that that guy's locked in for four years. If I think, I think that's what it is. Four more years. I mean, if he catches fire in the playoffs, I mean, who, who can beat this team? Let's be real. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Um, I think, you know, now that we're talking playoffs, Grizzlies played the Nets tonight. I don't know if you heard Kyrie Irving has officially won everywhere yeah. but Canada. Right. He'll be playing. His first home game will be Sunday against the Hornets, uh, which I do want to touch on the Hornets in a minute. Just we got to do We got to touch on the Hornets. Remind me to do that. Um, the Grizzlies played them without John Morant tonight. We beat a f healthy Grizzlies team and held them down. We beat that team well. 
This Nets team, which is looking like will be the playoff Nets team, they didn't have Seth Curry tonight. I'll give them that. They lost by 12 to a Ja Morantless team. I'm not scared of the Nets. I want them. Get get Simmons back. I'm not scared of the Nets. Call me crazy. I'm not scared. I want to go through them. I mean, you got to go through them all, right? In order to in order to win it all, you right. got to beat the best. Yeah. So be the be to be the best, you got to beat the best. And right. you know, there's there's arguments that along the way, things like that have you know injuries have have injuries shift championships. It happens all the time. It's not every year, but it happens a lot. I hope it doesn't happen on the uh, uh, like. Uh, obviously, I hope it doesn't happen for us. But yeah, I want to beat the best. And yeah, yeah, we have the second hardest remaining schedule the hardest in the east and i still think we can get that one seed i want miami now too i'm ready for miami they're that 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 outburst looked awful yeah it looks like they're imploding haslam screaming his head off as this weird player coach spolster throwing the clipboard jimmy being jimmy hard-headed jimmy he's not letting up on whatever they're arguing about and they're at home losing to the warriors give me it i want it i'm in not scared of james harden (laughs) The Bucks, I think, are are, are going to be the adversary in the East. I think the Bucks are going to be the team for us to get through, and I'm not scared of them. I want it. Give me the Bucks. Give me everything. I want the smoke. I want it all. I love it. Team's good. We're looking good. Uh, that one shout-out for the Charlotte Hornets, I, I just want to say thank you to the Charlotte Hornets organization. Do you know where I'm going with this, Andrew? I do. But thank I will you. let you continue. Because Isaiah Thomas absolutely deserves to be on an NBA basketball roster. They are 7-2 since uh, since they signed him. They have signed him for the end of the year. Congratulations to IT. I'm getting chills just talking about it, man. I mean, that talk about a more deserving dude. Apparently, he's become like a leader in the locker room. Shocker. Clearly, him and Rogier have had it. I know. It's great. But I, I do feel like there's a lot of teams that don't want to listen to this guy. But, you know, he... they. they uh, I saw Mello, however you feel about Mellow Ball, he quote tweeted the tweet about um, IT getting signed and was like, like threw some emojis up, but like one of them was like a heart and stuff. It was just like, oh, they do like this guy and he deserves it. And uh, I'm, I'm just happy that IT has a uh, um, a home for the rest of the year. And I hope he can get a contract going for going for further and forward and years and years and years man i mean obviously not too many but he's, he's he is getting old and we know what he is but if you're gonna give you donis haslam two million a year to sit on the bench and coach why not why not give it some 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 money to actually go in there and drop double digits and points and some assists and whatnot i'm honestly surprised that michael jordan allowed that to happen you know with the grudge with the grudge <laughs> the grudge between him and isaiah thomas you know Oh yeah, he's like, I don't like your name. Like, I just I don't like the name, so I can't. I and and then Isaiah was like, I got a second A. Yeah, he's like, all right, not all related. Right, all right, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> it's not even the same name. <laughs> oh man, yeah, I'm just, I'm so happy for the guy, man. I, I, we love it here. We would have loved to see him in green. It, it, of course, know, it's, it's very, 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 very clear. That's just not a thing. Yep. Uh, I mean, he's literally even come out, talked about it recently in a press conference. And, and I believe Brad was pushed to comment on it. Eme came out and said, we've never been looking at the point guard position, which is just, to me, an easy cop out. And Right, know, but we you can should keep be dreaming. looking at the leadership position. How about that? That's what I'm saying. You don't need it. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I will never fully accept or understand 
why not give it one more shot in green it would just do wonders for the culture of or the fan base of the boston celtics maybe maybe it's a locker room problem i don't know maybe him and jalen don't get along maybe him and jason don't get along i don't know uh, it seems like it's all love there him and al we know get along well him and marcus i'm sure get along well i mean but nonetheless what we wanted was him to get a contract anywhere. You and I were going to be happy even if the Lakers took him. It sure. would have not been ideal, but the it guy nice deserves to see him a contract. Get a chance. He yeah. deserves to be in the NBA. He deserves a shot, and 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 he can be a positive addition to a team off the floor. But he can, I I really believe he can still make an impact on the floor. I know he's five seven, and the defensive liabilities. Come on, there's there's taller, almost as bad defensive liabilities in the NBA. There's a lot of guys who don't play defense. I'm sure. Give, give yeah, for sure. Give me a break. So, yeah, that's what I got for the NBA. Uh, looking pretty damn good right now. Love it. Love to see it. Love to. Ho- I hope it keeps going that way. You know, but the team is showing no signs of slowing down. So that's a plus. Yeah. When when is the next game? The next game is Sunday, so we got a bit of a break here. Okay. Um, which Gorman on the broadcast said. Well, I do want to say, as we went to commercial break with the Celtics just rolling in the fourth quarter, he goes, wow, we're witnessing something special here. <laughs> and it went to break, and I got chills again. Um, but he also said that they, pr- they probably don't want the rest. I hate it. so hot right I now. I always hate then, that. Yeah, me too. But Scalabrini says, nah, come on, you always want the rest. So we'll see. I, I, I'm i not worried. I'll, I'll take Scal's word on that. Yeah. Also, sh- shout out. Shout out to that back-to-back win, but shout out to the, to the NBC Boston being like, yep, we're going to do it. We're going to have Scalabrini do play-by-play and Perkins do color. Yeah, dude. <laughs> I, I was not expecting that. That was that was wild. I loved it, but, oh, man, that must have pissed a lot of people off. I don't know. Scal's, like, skipping words. and <laughs> Perkins is just Perkins. I don't know. Uh, it's good. Everything's going good right now. Good to be green. Good to be green. Let's let's shift a little bit here, but before we get into the trade deadline and the grading of the one and only Don Sweeney, I would like to talk about Brad Marchand. Yeah. Two things to that involve Brad Marchand. So first things first is, is that is one the non suspension? <laughs> yeah, uh yeah. The miraculous non-suspension when no, he that was, very clearly went for a nutsack? No, that wasn't what I was going to talk about because I think that we've already talked about that. But No, we were. I thought we were curious at least. I don't know, whatever, yeah. Well, what I was going to talk about is Brad Marchand that showed up against Montreal is the Brad Marchand that needs to show up when Patrice Bergeron is out. Yeah. Two goals, you know, with the game, game winner, winner, which was absolutely yeah. nasty. And I'd be remi- we would both be remiss, but I'm sure you don't want to necessarily shout it out, you modest SOB. Called by season ticket holder Andrew McKenney, my co-host. <laughs> that's, that's true. Then went on to win the raffle for calling it. Let's right. go. <laughs> I forgot about that for a second. You, well, you gotta tell you gotta t- we gotta talk about that, man. Right. So yeah. so season ticket holder event actually, I don't know how much you and I talked about this, but it was at the new Encore. I guess it's a couple yeah. years old now, but I, I hadn't been there before. Still new to me. I haven't. Yeah. I went there one time for uh, for Sean Thornton's book signing. Um, right. So I didn't really walk around the place. I didn't check out the casino floor or anything like that. Pretty cool place. I mean, overly expensive as far as like for for me. You know, you when you go to Foxwoods, 
there's a lot of five dollar, ten dollar tables, things like that. I think these are mostly twenty five dollar tables. Where for, I say for me because I will lose a lot of money very fast. And yeah, that's I mean not, that's that's like upper echelon Vegas numbers. I mean it's encore in Vegas numbers, really. Right. It's, so yeah, didn't do a lot of gambling, um, which I'm not a big gambler anyway. But went to the event. They overbooked the event. I didn't even tell you about this. So they overbooked this event by like so much. The the people at Encore they thought know how many season ticket holders they have. So they expected like 150 people to show up because they're like, oh well, you know, usually when people RSVP, a lot of them don't show up and blah blah blah. I kind of trust their judgment as far as like, you know, they've done a lot of events. How would they not know these things? But whatever. So 150 people. They they make they have food and all this stuff for that. Over five hundred people show up. The yeah. the Bruins don't turn away non season ticket holders or people who didn't RSVP to this event, which is just stupid. Um, so yeah, people were people were super angry uh, because they ran out of food and a lot of people like you wouldn't believe how many people complain about free stuff. Like there, the, there was a woman who was complaining about a specific beer. They ran out of it, so she had to drink Bud Light, and that was the end of the world. But it was free, so I, whatever. Either way, great places to watch a game. Super fun. I could get mad about this, huh? I could get mad about this. <laughs> <laughs> I hate. Oh man, I hate people. Go on. <laughs> so it was a, it was a cool, it was a fun, fun place to watch a game. Cool atmosphere. Uh, they, they claim they're going to do it again in the playoffs. And in the ballroom this in a, time. In a different room? Yeah, yeah in okay. the ballroom to, to invite <laughs> yeah. a thousand people. Which um, kind of sucks, though, because kind of what was cool about that was where you were, right? With all the screens around. Sure. And, and to be fair, I got there super early. Like, I went right. a few, yeah. uh, three hours early just to check out the place, right? And then when I started seeing a couple people line up, I was like, oh, I'll just jump in line. And thankfully, I did because... Um, you know, obviously, it got really busy. There were people standing in line twenty minutes into the game already, still. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, there were some That's alumni probably there. Probably when they show up to the games that they have season tickets to, too. Right. There, there was some alumni there, which was really cool. There was actually a, a lot. Uh, there was Rick Middleton was there, Johnny Busick, hey. oh. um, Sanderson, Reggie Lemlin. Right. There was a handful of guys there. It was really cool. So, um had a great time but yeah so they 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 had a raffle for a couple signed pictures and they you had to guess who was going to score the first goal and i guess martian and i'm sure multiple people guess martian but i happened to win it so um it was cool it was fun I, I'm ha- so, I so what does that time. entail what what's your little care package if you care to share i want to keep that so i you don't, don't on the street i got two signed photos Right. One I believe was Taylor Hall, and one was Brad Marchand, but I haven't got them yet. So I think they're gonna mail either mail them to me, or I'll pick them up at a game or something like that. But, um, but yeah, I mean, we got some free swag at the event as well, so that was cool. But yeah, I mean, it was it was a hell of a time, and I hope that you know they do another one, and in uh, one of these days, hopefully they do one while you're out here, maybe next in the fall. They happen yeah. to do a bunch of them throughout the season, and if they do one, well, the, and you're do here, they announce them in advance because we could, yeah, we kind of plan that. Yeah, they they usually do because you, again you have to RSVP to them, and I mean, you saw how that went. Yeah, right. But to my previous point, 
That was right. the Brad Marchand that we needed to We had to, to see. talk about that. Sorry for the tangent, but we no, had to I, talk about Yeah, absolutely. We had to talk about your little W there at the Encore. <laughs> that was my big win after I lost $45 in about 20 minutes. <laughs> that sounds like two games you played. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. I, I know exactly what I'll get mad about at the end of the episode. We'll go back to the Celtics for a second. Oh, can't wait. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, Bergeron's out a couple games here. Martian, I think I, I believe I said it at the last on the last episode. Martian has to be the captain. The, the you know, the captain in charge when Bergeron is out. And he showed that that's what he was. He was the best player in that game against Montreal. He did everything. He's the one that started that overtime play. I mean, he, he carried the team that game. Hell of a play. To and be the, fair, the, the fake, uh, that goal was... Their goalie played out of his mind, but he couldn't yeah. stop that one in overtime. Nobody no, was ever going to stop that. That goal was nasty. Oh, bird clock's going off. I yeah. Here we go. Here we go. What What do we got squawking today? This is the, uh, God, I'm blind. Something woodpecker. Nice. <laughs> I hope you guys enjoyed that at home. <laughs> oh, man. What, but, God, what a filthy goal. Nasty. Filthy. Oh, man, that was sick. No, you're right. That's what we need. Um, I don't know. Maybe maybe he and his girlfriend go back together or something. Whatever was pissing him off. <laughs> his wife. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. Remember we had some like theories that something's not going well outside of hockey that's causing him to revert back six years and Yeah, in, who who even in, knows? In NHL maturity. I don't know. <clears throat> Whatever. Uh, I'm just happy it's going and and uh and and not to segue into our next one, but uh, congrats on the cereal. Yes, that was my second part, was that Marshan today, Wednesday, the whatever day it is, whatever, the 23rd, 23rd of March, he released his own cereal. And it is called, what? what is it? March, March Munch, which I think is a little bit weird when I say it out loud. But it's funny, and I like it, and it also is just Cinnamon Toast Crunch. I hate to be a spoiler. I'm sorry. I don't know. I, I don't know what else I'm supposed to say. But it, right. it, it basically, that's what it is. So if you like Cinnamon Toast Crunch, you will love it. But that is what it is. It's the taste you can see. March Munch. And it's great. So, yeah, go out, grab a box of that, support it. I think that a bunch of, I think a bunch of the money goes towards a charity. So that's really cool. Um you could buy like a, a package on if you you know if you're not in Massachusetts and you want to buy some you can buy a package on the website to uh, I forget the exact name of the website but I'm sure you guys can find it um but yeah no it's it's good and I'm glad that I grabbed some and and maybe we'll even you know give away a box I think I might have bought a couple I just want you to ship me one that's all I, want. I will ship you one for sure I I got one with your name on it you can do the crossword, or you can just, just bring it if you feel like stuffing your suitcase. That yeah, we'll see if I can fit it in there. If I can, it'll come with me. It'll have to be in my check bag. Oh boy! All right, what? What? what, what is it time? It's time. Not, not not for not for rant time for grading. We are going to get into the NHL trade deadline. I am absolutely not going to go through all of the trades that happen, but I will go through what the Bruins did a little bit, and then I will also say. I think the biggest 
one of the biggest moves of this trade deadline was Marc Andre Fleury going to the Wild. Yeah, that's crazy. Like that's just a I, random uh, team for him to go to, but yeah, I, I mean, good for him. I, I, I mean, dude, to be honest, I out in in the NHL, I pay attention to the as as much of the East as I can. Right, and then because I'm here, and because the Kings are, you know, back to playing better hockey, I keep my eye on the Pacific uh, Division out here or whatever it is. Yeah. Um, no idea how the Wild are doing. Are they playoff bound? Yes. Okay, so that's a great move and good for him. I mean, because the Blackhawks weren't correct. Right. No, they're out of yeah. It. I we don't need the I this podcast. I can speak for you on this. This podcast has a lot of respect for Mark Andre Fleury. He's down the stretch. He's got however many years left. Who knows? Be on a contender. I'm I'm happy for him. It it is very random to me, but I'm happy for him. Yeah, it just looks weird. Like Vegas, him going from Pittsburgh to wearing a Vegas jersey didn't look super strange. It actually looked very, very good. Um, yeah, because it looked similar. Yeah, and then Chicago. I mean, I understand it. it's an it's an original six team. Everybody looks good in a Chicago jersey because they have one of the best jerseys in the entire league. I don't know if you agree with that, but no, I do. I mean, yeah, it's such I mean, a classic. Yeah. Um, a lot of people. And- Graded as the best, but I won't go that far. I mean, come on. I'm not going to go that far, but it's a great jersey. Right. Uh, so going to the wild is just strange to see him in that jersey, but is what it is. Like you said, you know, go go for it. I, I yeah. would love, just based on, I know that we've lost to them, but if the Bruins and the wild, for some reason they hate each other, if they were in the finals against one another, it'd be a hell of a series. Yeah, it'd be bloody. It would be bloody. There'd be you, how often are there fights in the finals? I don't know. I don't even I think they allow be, it, but it'll happen. Yeah, I think, yeah. They're, they're going to need more refs on the ice, and God knows we don't need that actually. Yeah. So, <clears throat> yeah. I mean, strange move, but I, probably the strangest move of the deadline. Would you say? Um, I would say I was probably the most. Yeah. I, it, to me again it was the most random it was like random i mean yeah it makes sense it's not like what are you doing it makes sense it's just like who the hell saw that coming right yeah um and again i won't get into all the other trades because there was a million trades but the other one that i want to note because i have now a a public enemy number one is Florida Me? the Florida Panthers aside from you? <laughs> <laughs> the Florida Panthers picked up Claude Giroux from yeah. the Flyers, which mm-hmm. Claude Giroux had said, I will not go to Boston. So yeah. he wanted to go to Florida. That's all well and fine. But now I want to play them in the playoffs and I want to beat them. I want them in Me whatever. Too. I don't even care yeah. what round it is. I just want to play them. I know that hey, they're I good, mean- but still. Yeah, and and listen, you want to be the best, you you got to beat the best. We're 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 all for that. Um, interesting. One thing, one other thing. I, I know I spoke about how much I don't follow, but you know, and keep my ear to the ground. The rich got richer. You know, uh, not just in Florida, but Colorado is going for it. Yep, absolutely. Uh, so there's some there's some favorites out there, but. I like the moves we made. I like the odds. I'm in. Okay. 
So then I'm let's in. get I'm into the. With, let's get into I'm the happy Bruins with Sweeney. Moves. I'm actually. I'm actually. Here's the weird part: is that I'm actually more okay with the DeBrusque thing than anybody. Seems okay, to be. we're gonna do that one first. Yeah, I don't. I. I guess. Yeah. That's Jake my DeBrusque. Only... Jake DeBrusque is still a Boston Bruin, and not only that, but he got a still two-year extension, and still doesn't want to be, and still got a. He, he. The only relief he's gotten is now that he knows the deadline passed. Yes. <laughs> Um, Jake DeBrusque, we said on this podcast, Andrew, during, during my mayhem, or maybe it was a couple weeks back, we said on this podcast with his contract, the way it was, who are you getting? You're getting a pick. What round is it? Who are you getting that impacts this team now that gives you a good winger now that gives you a Jake DeBrusque replacement now? Probably no one, right? Didn't we agree on that? Yes. Did we we said I'm not even going to ask you this because I know we said this. We said the best op, the best option for Jake DeBrusque might be keeping him in terms of this year. Our best odds might be keeping him and letting him walk. And now they're not even doing that. The Jake he, DeBrusque move is a win for Sweeney because it punts how long you have until you can trade him. I know you I don't disagree. think any. I know I know you don't think anybody's going to want him at four million a year. No, it, Listen, it, that's not it. Go go okay. on. Finish your finish your thought here. Okay. I just I just I don't hate it. I I was very much expecting that to be the first shoe and I looked until for me noon passed and the other shoe didn't drop. That it it's it reeked of sign and trade from the get go to me. I was like, yeah, everyone's texting me like, "Oh god, what? Oh god, what?" And I was like, "Chill. It's all good. Obviously this is then let's, let's wait for the next shoe to drop. No more shoes would drop in terms of Jake DeBrusque moving on to a different organization. I'm with it, man. I, I just, I don't, I, I want to win now. I want to win this year. And I think Jake DeBrusque, I'm sorry. There was no move that made us better for this year for Jake DeBrusque. That's my opinion. I disagree. So I have multiple issues with this whole entire thing. Let me just preface this by saying I am not in a, a Jake DeBrusque hater. I think that he's a good player. All right, but how do you feel about Don Sweeney? I love Don Sweeney. My other thing is, I the both can be true here. Don't want Jake DeBrusque on the first line in the playoffs. He's not a first line player. That's a coaching issue. No, it's not a coaching issue. How? I agree. How is it a coaching issue? I just move him off it and put who there. I don't know. Because as soon as you move uh, him off that first line, Sean Thornton. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> this hey, is you posted it the other day. I'm just I hey I'm, just, I'm pushing I, your agenda, dude. Sure. <laughs> but but my whole thing is like Angry Andrew's coming. Even <laughs> Tell me all right, all right. I know people think that I'm crazy here, and and maybe I am, and I don't really care. Well, I'm crazy for thinking this. I would have <laughs> rather I would have rather seen Phil Kessel play with Martian and Bergeron. More playoff experience, more consistent. He is on a long streak. He has no history, and I hate to say this if I jinx him, he has no history of injury. Like, I would have rather seen him on the first line. ended Phil Kessel's career. Damn it. Like, I don't... It's, Me too, but did we? So is, did we turn that trade down? Am I an idiot? No, we didn't turn the trade down. I just don't think that that w- they thought that that was going to be. 
better than DeBrusque or whatever. But yeah, my whole thing is like I want to be wrong. I want Jake DeBrusque to score ten goals throughout this playoff run and we win the whole thing, or, or mm-hmm. let's even say six, five, six goals. I don't even care. But I want him to be successful. I just don't think that he's a first line player. I really don't. Not on this team. If, is is he a first line player in Arizona? Yes. Is he a first line player on Seattle right now? Yes. But he is not <laughs> on this Boston Bruins team. Okay. Why don't you name another like bottom of the barrel team? He you might see my point? Yeah. <laughs> no, I I know, but like, isn't the reasoning for this because we're happy with our other lines? You know. Isn't the odd man out on the top line right now? So so tell me what it's just happens. It's a strange predicament of the roster. I tell, don't know. Tell me what happens if Jake DeBrus gets hurt and we're stuck with this contract. If he gets hurt um, and nobody wants him, then what? We pay him $8 million over the next two years? I don't want to be the team that pays him that much money. Which is exactly why I was mad when I saw the extension and then the trade didn't get done. Because it's yeah. like... If teams didn't want him now, why are they going to want him in the offseason? Well, I, I, I mean, I, I, th- I think that's short-sighted. I, th- I think there's a, I mean, I don't know. I'm, or or maybe NBA, it's not. It's for the not, NBA, there's a lot of people who are like, no, nah, we're going we're gonna to ride this out. That doesn't work. And then they go, okay, back to the drawing board. I, I, I think it's I, I, highly possible. I think it's likely he's traded in the offseason. To be I really fair, do. I don't think, may, you know, maybe I'm thinking too far into it, and it's not that teams didn't want him because clearly there were calls on him. They're, they're 100%. Absolutely. But yeah. maybe it was that Sweeney didn't accept the return. Like you're saying, he thinks that Jake DeBrusque as our, our rental is better than whatever we had on the table. I disagree. I am a fan of Sweeney. I don't think that he made the right choice in keeping DeBrusque on the first line and not giving but any offensive. But he removed him from being a rental, and so which whatever. Yeah, but I don't want it, him past this win. year. I don't. I know no one does, but you don't want him to walk for nothing too. Which do you want less? I want him, him to, on the team next I want him to walk year, or him nothing. to walk for less. I want him to walk for wow. nothing. Wow, no. That is no, you don't. No, you don't. But it's not That's nothing. Not even, I don't even believe you. But it's not nothing. If he walks, you at least get some picks out of it. I don't, dude. I, I, I just, the fact that he didn't add any offensive depth is a problem, and Jake DeRoss yes, is still on this team, I agree. not wanting I agree. to be here. What happened with Garland? I don't. I would. I didn't want him anyway. Dude, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm not. I'm not easy to please this year. Yeah, yeah. You're pro Sweeney. Who the hell are you? I'm pro Sweeney because he made a great move. He made multiple great moves on defense. He absolutely did. And and that and, was the biggest thing. And they were and they were win now. And they were they were uh cap friendly, minus DeBrusque. Defensively, very cap friendly. Yes. That Lindholm trade is finesse work to me. I I I'm uh, you know the ducks are competing, so I, I was conf- almost confused by the move. The trade and the on. signing. Yeah. Uh yeah. I, listen, I thought Sweeney had a win now without being an idiot kind of thing. I don't think the right moves were there to get anything on offense, I guess. Gonna get <laughs> I'm gonna give him the benefit of the doubt on that for whatever reason. I give Sweeney an A minus. Whoa. Damn. I was not expecting that from you. I mean I What I did knew we that- say the number one thing was top 
four defensemen. And they nailed he it. He crushed that. He might have got, got two down. of them. He he may have gotten two of them. You know, who mm. knows? Yeah. I mean, it, it's probably not. But, again, he bolstered the defense, and even he, he added a top four, and now if anybody in the top six goes down, we got solid backup. See, and that's, that, that's the that's thing. It doesn't feel like if we lose, lose a defenseman, the playoffs are over. CC last year. You know? Our depth on defense is great. The moves that it's he... It's the best it's been in years to me. I it's agree. It's the best it's been in years. In terms of, like, yes, we have been stronger across the board. I'm very happy with the strengths of our D right now. We have been stronger in our top six, and then our seventh guy has been just scary. Just like a horrifying situation. Like, God, I hope no one goes down. And now it feels like we got two guys who you could swallow having to step up. That's big. That's big moves to me. Yes, I, we needed him to do something up top, but I don't know. He had to kind of be smart about it, and well, he, I, I thought he was. I give him an A minus. Let's not let's not forget to give him credit for what the trade was. Yes, we gave up a lot, but realistically, what we gave up was Erho Vakaninen. He got rid of the John yeah. Moore contract, which was massive in getting rid of that. A win. Giving he got up Anaheim to pay half of the remainder of the contract, right? They retained 50%. And the fact that we gave up a first-round pick for this year, depending on how far we go in the playoffs, isn't really going to matter. Not to mention, everybody everybody that's complaining about how Sweeney can't draft and he can't do this and he can't do that shouldn't complain that we gave up a first-round pick. Oh, but they will. I know, but you don't have... the ground to stand on for that. It's the type of people we name this podcast after. Sure. Balcony chatted, maybe. That's of course people are gonna I don't know, man. It's just it's just I I wouldn't have said A minus. I would have said that this was a win at a B minus. B minus. Yes. Because we didn't get we didn't get that depth on offense. Yeah, we didn't, but I don't know that it was there. And I don't believe it was there. I don't see the moves. Again, am I that heady in it? Did I bury my face in it? And am I seeing these trades that I'm like, we could have done this and they did that and that's all that took? No. But I just I, I'm gonna trust the guy who I reamed in half a week ago and and believe that the right deal wasn't out there for DeBrusque. The right deal wasn't out there to acquire strength for the for our, you know, our offensive lines. Or the teams turned it down. I mean, he clearly was working the phones. He really was. And that's what I needed him to do. And he did that. And maybe that influenced the A. I just thought he made a win now move, and I didn't think he'd do it. He played less safe this year than and he did last year to me. And that's what I wanted. I think that he Taylor ever Hall, has. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Taylor Hall was just the smart, surefire bet last year. The re-signing oh, was the risk. Here we go, dude. Taylor Hall only came here because he wanted to. It's a pretty fr- it's a friendly contract. I don't know. Yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> uh, and he only resigned because he wants to. Anyways, uh, B plus B plus A minus B plus A minus. I give him. I will send you a Don Sweeney jersey in the mail. Great. I'll tat. I'll get a tattoo <laughs> of it. I'll get a tattoo of the banner for this year. So, oh God, are you ready for me to yell yet? No, we should not yet. Cool. Not We're yet. Talking hockey. Okay, cool. <laughs> So, yeah, I mean, I'm looking forward to seeing Lindholm play. I mean, I think that this is going to be a deciding factor on how far we go this year. He's going to be playing with McAvoy. I don't know. I don't like how they kept saying he he's going to pl- be playing with McAvoy or with Carlo or with both. 
It's like, I'm pretty sure you can only put two defensemen out there at a time. Well. Unless he's going to play double pairings. Well, Cassidy, Cassidy's got some new stuff up his <laughs> sleeve now. That he's got all these D-men. Three defensemen, two forwards. Yeah. DeBrusque is actually just going to come off and, and be a healthy scratch for the season. Oh, and then what, whoever's not playing with Lindholm will will play. <laughs> we'll play <laughs> okay. <laughs> Can't wait to see Carlo on the top line. I, I'm looking forward to seeing him play. I'm looking forward to seeing Bergeron get back out there because, yeah. you know, it was good to get a win while he was out. Um, yeah, it was great. Or, you know, he was out for a couple games, but it was good. I think that it it was kind of necessary for the team to to figure it out because, again, I, I don't know. It's one of those yeah. types of things where it's like, you know, if your if your best player goes down, you're pretty much done anyway. Like if Bergeron right. was to go down long term in the playoffs, I I'm sorry, but it's done. Oh yeah, of course. And and with that being said, a point I just wanted to make. Um so we're not clinched, obviously, but we're comfortable, right? Sure. Looking like we're probably we're probably where we're gonna be. Top wild card. Maybe we can sneak into that third spot. You know, it's close. Well, but I, we're looking I, solid there. To be honest with you, I think we're tied with Toronto right now. Yeah, there you go. Either way, it's it's looking like that. Three year hypothetical four, you know, however you want to call that wild card spot. Um We're not. We're two points behind Toronto, one point behind Tampa Bay, but we got both of them coming up over the next week or week and a half. So anything can yeah. happen. Anything can happen. I hope we can play Bergeron's for those games. But dude, I don't mind resting them around that. I'm not worried about losing out. I'd rather a healthy Bergie, even if that means losing a little bit in the standings. Um well, let me yeah. just let me just That's tell okay. you, let me just say something real quick. Looking at the the Eastern Conference, we're first wild card with 83 points. Washington is second with 80. The next closest team is 67 points. I mean, we're we're pretty comfortable right now with feeling confident about making the playoffs. So I I, I think that you can you can stick with what you're saying of like. Yes, we if Bergeron needs to rest knowing that it's going to be able to let him play deep into the playoffs should we go that far, that's what needs to happen. No reason to rush this guy back for something that, you know, he can give up a game an extra game or two or three you know, if we have the guys to fill in temporarily. Yeah. Because again, like you you need him. He's your quarterback. Think about that. It's like you go into the playoffs with no quarterback or backup quarterback you're done. You're toast. So I, I don't know, but I'm excited. I like the moves, man. I, I do, and I think that it helped. It helped. It helped improve our team. I would have liked to see some offensive help or or just depth in general, but is what it is. Uh, and we're gonna figure it out. We're gonna do what we can. I mean, this is the team that they have now, and. Jake DeBrusque, I'm sure it'll be revisited in the offseason, but he's he's a Bruin now. And again, I'm not anti Jake DeBrusque. I just think that where no, he where he is in the lineup isn't my favorite. Yeah. No, I mean, I think it's a difficult situation. I just I I really I, I just I really gotta believe there was no other move. And and if that's the case, then that's fine. Like Yeah. I mean, we can only, you know, well, that'll come out later, I'd imagine. Um I'll go as far as saying I love Jake DeBrusque. You know, like I, I want him to succeed. I, 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 yeah. if he goes out there and he plays like a first line guy with those two, 
awesome. Like I, you will not hear me complain. Yeah. yeah, I mean, shit. I saw his hat trick out here. We saw his hat trick, right? You threw the hat. Yeah, he didn't pick it, which <laughs> maybe I should hate him for it. <laughs> but, but uh, no, yeah, I, I gotta, I gotta believe the 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 right move on offense wasn't there, but ideally, there's some other. Sh- I don't know. There's nothing else we can do. There's no buyout market. This is it. So we're riding with it. Yep. Um, I mean, you've been fairly reeled in this episode, so I'm gonna let you loose with some final with some final thoughts to wrap this episode up. We're circling back to a little bit of Celtics talk here, kind of. A little bit. So I've I've stood up. This is all the jostling (laughs) you guys are hearing at home. I I was able. I was standing for our our recording last week, so I was able to really let it out. You know. What do you got on your mind? Upstairs. What I got on my mind. (laughs) What I have on my mind, Andrew. Is what this fucking idiot put on his arm? If you don't know what I'm referring to, there is a jackass who is a fan of the Boston Celtics who was at the game tonight wearing a green afro, which leads me to believe that he is a jackass and an idiot who put banner twenty, who put banner eighteen for 2022 on his arm. This man should be chased with torches and pitchforks. I hate that shit. You know the last person who cha- who tattooed a championship on their arm? Do you know what his name was? It was Jason fucking Terry, and he never won one in green. Sorry, Aunt Penny. Oh, my God. And, you know, shout out to Green's run d- Green Runs Deep. I am the most superstitious man in the world. People sharing this are just as... They're just as guilty. I'm so pissed off at this going viral right now. We're hot. It doesn't make sense to do that. We're, I don't care if Vegas has us as a favorite right now. You don't get Banner 18 tattooed on you. If I catch that kid's at, I'm going to tweet at him for, for the rest of his life. Even if we win this year, I'm going to haunt that kid's dreams. Ah! You don't do that! Honestly, though, if he is right, I got to give him some credit. No, fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. Someone bet on Trump winning president when there was no shot. We don't give that guy any credit. No. No. I mean, you got to kind of give it to him. <laughs> I just no, hope. You know what? I'll give it to the guy who bet on Trump. Here's my thing. If that and kid... you know what? I'll give it to the guy who tattooed <laughs> the victory on him. If that dude was Trump. was ballsy enough to get the tattoo on his arm, I hope that he was ballsy enough to put like a ten thousand dollar bet on the Celtics winning it all. Because you, you, you never feel had $10, you seem dollars in his possession. We saw his face. <laughs> we saw his green afro. Come on, Andrew. You seem pretty confident in the fact that they're going to win it all. So why not bet the house on it? Sons of anarchy treatment. And if you know what that means, you know what that means. And if you don't start with season one, it's pretty soon after that. It's a great show. It's a good show. It's fun. It's fun. <laughs> so are you having like a head rush right now? Are you about to pass head out? Rush. I'm, I'm, I'm high right now. Yeah. From my own. I'm high on rage. You don't do that. You don't. I didn't. Hypoth- proverbial you. Hypothetical. Oh, okay. All right. Cool. You don't do that. You will not see that on our page. And when we lose, I'm going to find his address. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to repost it right now. 
Don't. <laughs> no, absolutely not. <laughs> uh, you can post. You can post it with a clip of this rant. You can do. You can post it then, so people know what I'm talking about. Okay. Okay. Absolute wolf in sheep's clothing, man. That guy. That guy. That's a guy who wants us to lose. That idiot. <laughs> Tried not to talk about his size, but he's just an absolute idiot. Oh my god. You don't do that. The proverbial you. I can't really tell if you're upset or if you're not upset. So I'm. Oh man. <laughs> oh. We'll start doing video again so you can see my. You can just see the. You can see how head rushed I am. You right can now. see the the smoke coming out of the ears. You don't do that. Shame on NBC for posting it. House of Highlights shared it tonight. Everyone knows about it now. Yeah. That dude may have cursed the Celtics. Happy almost 80th birthday, Aunt Penny, and I apologize. <laughs> Fuck that guy. Oh, man. Fuck that guy. I, I, I think that that's we got to leave it on that, man. That's it. That's all I got. I don't want. I don't want to keep going. I don't. Yeah, I don't want to keep going on this podcast and just hear you like fall to the floor. You will hear the floor. Yeah, you've heard the doors all day. <laughs> you heard the floor. Uh, yep. Yeah. Yeah. There you go, everybody. Hope we enjoyed it. We got a little angry Andrew out there too. Dude, I yeah. We can't did. wait for angry Andrew to eat his words when Jake DeBrusque has twenty goals in the playoffs. Dude, dude hey, I will, whoop. and I will. I'm going to get that tattooed on me. Jake DeBrusque, 20, 20 goals, 2022 playoffs. I will buy a Jake DeBrusque jersey. I'm surprised you haven't. I did. I have yeah. already done that, but I will buy another one. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's the note. Stretched! Was it all-